It's time for Spotlight on KRWC on our Friday morning edition. We're going to talk books today, and we have an author with us who's been a guest at least once, maybe a couple different times over the years. Jim Studer is our guest. Uh, Jim is uh, a former Wright County area resident for quite a number of years that uh, is now in the metro area, but uh, he's got an interesting background and some more books to talk about. And Jim, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to have you here. What's uh, the weather like where you are this morning? Well, as you said before, it's foggy, and uh, the sun would be a real treat one of these days. <laughs> it's been kind of a gloomy, uh, foggy week here, but uh, we'll get through it, I guess. Uh, Jim, tell us a little bit about your background. Some people may recognize you, uh, you know, just by name, because you did spend a, a good period of time here in our area, but... Um, uh, give us a little bit on your background again, if you would, please. I'm originally from St. Cloud. I went to St. Cloud Cathedral High School, St. Cloud State College, and uh, I did 37 years teaching in the classroom. I did my first eight at Albany, Minnesota, and then I had uh, eight uh, very good years at uh, Maple Lake from 1974 until 1981, and then I... Uh, did a four-year stint in Sao Paulo, Brazil, at an American school. I came back to uh, Maple Lake for a year and did my last 17 in the classroom uh, at St. Anthony Village here in the Twin Cities. I'm still coaching speech. This is my 51st year, and I'm uh, an assistant coach at Blaine High School. So all of this has given me a lot of grist for the mill, uh, able to write uh, some stories. So that's a lot of students over all those years. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's uh, I've had about uh, I don't know between four and five thousand students. I wow. Guess. Great. How uh, was the writing always uh, part of kind of your your makeup here all of these years, or is it something relatively uh, more recent? Uh, when I was in Brazil, I. Uh, wrote a few things that I uh, sent out to uh, various publications without much luck. And uh, when uh, I retired from teaching, uh, my mom kept at me for years about uh, stories about my grandparents. Uh, I was always talking about uh, Grandpa and Grandma Cliss and the various things we did, like uh, Grandma had us making sauerkraut, and we stomped the... Uh, sauerkraut, my sister and I, and our bare feet, uh, like people stomped grapes years ago, I guess. And uh, write it down, write it down, write it down. Well, finally I did, and uh, I sent a copy of it to uh, the Stearns County History Museum. And uh, they published that story on my grandpa and grandma Cliss uh, in their uh, magazine. And uh, I sort of took off from there. My brother-in-law, Gary Strowing, encouraged me to take all of this stuff and turn it into a book, which I did. And my first book was called The Road Taken. And it's uh, autobiographical in many ways growing up in Stearns County. I have many chapters on uh, classroom, and uh, including uh, a class or two I taught at Maple Lake. And a lot of it has to do with travel because uh, of my time in Brazil. and I traveled in Europe and Asia as well. So, with 
with nothing else to do in retirement other than coaching speech and watching the twins on TV, uh, I dabbled in writing stories. And here we are with my third book. Yeah. And the uh, third book, the, the newest one, is called what? It's called Leah on a Leash and Other Stories. And before anybody gets too excited about Leah on the Leash, it's not about bondage. It's about uh, <laughs> a student who uh, is actually looking for a home. And uh, it, to me, it's a delightful story. One of the things that, especially uh, in the, this last book, uh, I basically noticed, and I got most of my support on the stories People like happy ending stories. They like positive things. And so almost all of my stories, uh, although they may not be great literature, uh, they're interesting, fascinating stories uh, where I like the underdog. I like people who uh, get helped out by somebody else and uh, end up uh, winning. There's a lot of that. Uh in the Leah on a Leash, the first ten stories are based on a character named Stuart August, a teacher. And uh, we've got stories of students, we've got stories of teachers, and uh, most of it has a positive note. And it's people you can identify with, people you can root for, and uh, walk away feeling good. The last eleven stories are from the point of view of the old man. Perhaps think of a grumpy character sitting in his recliner, uh, musing over his life and the world around him. And he takes some shots at uh, technology and a few other things. Uh, he meets some interesting people, and he talks about them. And so we've got those. My editor, Miranda Rice, uh, like the old man stories and said, you've got to write more of those. You've got to write more of those. I like those. Well, the fascinating aspect of that to me was uh, she's young. She's in her 20s, and I'm in my 70s. And so she enjoyed the old curmudgeon stories. And four of the other stories are basically set in central Minnesota, and a couple of them are just plain fun stories uh, about... Uh, a bride who uh, loves to drive cars, and uh, about uh, a married couple and their kids who end up uh, buying a farm and turning it into uh, an antique shop. And it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, sounds great. Now, Jim, are these uh, stories, or maybe it varies, I guess, from from story to story here within the book, but it it kind of sounds like, especially some of them, might be sort of fiction based on actual happenings. Uh, am I reading that right? Well, I would assume that most writers uh, practice that old adage, uh, write what you know. And so um, things that have happened to me in the classroom, things I've heard other people talk about, uh, bits and pieces from here and there, uh, to me it's, it's sort of like... Uh, a jigsaw puzzle. I've got pieces from all over the place that I like to put together uh, into one story. And, uh, for example, one of the stories I've written is uh, on uh, a play. Uh, 
a high school play, uh, and I directed many of them. But I've got bits and pieces of, of memory things from uh, all the different plays I've directed and all the different interesting things that have happened. And uh, I put most of these into a, a story called All But a Broken Leg, which uh, this one is uh, centered in uh, uh, a South American prep school. And, of course, I did four years in Sao Paulo, Brazil, in such a school. Uh, another one of the stories is uh, based on a coaching speech. And again, I've coached speech for 51 years, so I've got a lot of bits and pieces that I can put together into uh, one story. So uh, I I like to create. It's I, I see people here and there and the other place, and I wonder about them. And then all my life I've kind of created stories about well, I don't know who they are, but this is what I who I think they might be. And so I add my own touches to these things and come up with my own inventions. Sure. Sounds interesting. Our guest is uh, Jim Studer. Jim is a uh, former teacher at Maple Lake for uh, several years and, uh, and many other locations uh, throughout his career and uh, has written a new book here called Leah on a Leash. Sounds, Jim, like these stories, like this might be kind of a quick read between the the stories, uh, and you can kind of take them there. Do they, does one fold into another, or all they uh, stand alone, all of these? Well, the, the stories stand alone. Uh, the the uh, main character in The Old Man and Stuart August uh, appear in uh, most of them, but other than that, the stories stand alone. And, uh, the same thing with uh, the road taken. Uh, the different chapters are independent of each other, and uh, that's one of the things that uh, I've heard people tell me. You know, I like to read your stuff because I can sit down and and read one story, and I don't have to get back to see what happened in the next part. So, and uh, my books are available at the book break in Maple Lake. And they're available at Buffalo Books and Coffee in Buffalo, the Stearns History Museum in St. Cloud, and Stems and Vines in White Park. Uh, and they're available other places in Albany, Avon, and here in the Twin Cities. So I uh, have been invited to participate in uh, the KRWC Book Club in March, and so I'm hoping that by then uh, there will be a number of people who will have read Leah on a Leash, and uh, I would uh, be happy to answer questions about what I did with some of those stories or why I did it or where they came from. Yeah, that sounds great. We would love to uh, to do that. Tell us a little bit about the uh, writing process. Every writer that we interview, uh, it seems like they've got a little bit different uh, procedure, or does it come to you all at once? Do you try to write daily? Uh, is it just a big stretch of writing from time to time, or a combination? Well, I I search for ideas for stories, and I think about them, and uh, I ride my stationary bike an hour a day in two different half-hour sessions. For example, this, one of the stories in... Uh, uh, Leah on a Leash is called Cornucopia, and uh, growing up, I've always, I knew of two German bachelor farmers who lived in this old 
rug farm. Uh, it wasn't very modern. They lived in this old, great, big, big house, and uh, the yard was filled with more junk than you could possibly imagine. And I kept telling myself, there's a story there, there's a story there. Well, it took about two years, but I finally decided, okay, I like watching American Pickers on the History Channel, and so let's do some antique stuff. Uh, I taught with a guy at Albany years ago who bought an old house in uh, a small town in central Minnesota and discovered a treasure trove of things in the attic that turned out to be uh, worth uh, some money. And so I took this and... Uh, I thought, you know, what would be fun if a, a couple and their kids uh, wanted to get out of the big city and uh, bought the farm at an auction without knowing what they were doing and ended up with uh, a cornucopia of riches. And uh, the story's just a lot of fun. I get a little uh, of the old uh, central Minnesota moonshiners in there and things like that. So that that's how my stories work. Uh, I I muse over them for a long time, and then wow, there it is. One day, sitting riding on my bike, I had this idea. You know, radio. I had a class at Maple Lake called Electronic Media, and one of the things we did was we put on a, a half-hour radio program. We wrote our own ads from school clubs and activities and school news and so on. Uh, a couple of different of those classes I brought to KRWC to see how a real radio station works and what people do. And uh, I got to musing about that on my bike, and hmm, all of a sudden I had this story that it took me a while to finish, but it's uh, called Where Are They Now?, or that was going to be the title originally, and I changed it to After Dark, about a kid from this class who uh, makes a career out of radio. So that's how I do my writing. I don't know if that necessarily works for everybody, but it works for me. Yeah. Well, I don't know that there's really any right or wrong. You know, it seems like all all writers have their own formula, and whatever whatever works is, is what works. Um Let's talk uh, a little bit in closing here, Jim, about, uh, again, the uh, maybe the, the publishing process. Now, do you uh, use the uh, same publisher as self-published, or how does it... Well, I'm self-published. Uh, on my first book, uh, The Road Taken, and uh, many of those uh, articles in there were published in the Stern's History magazine. Uh, Stern's History Museum had the book, uh, ideas for the book, and they were thinking of publishing it. Uh, originally, I sent uh, the book to North Star Press in St. Cloud, or uh, actually South Haven, I guess, and uh, they liked the chapters, send more, and after about six months, they finally told me, you know what, we like this, but we think it has too much of a local flavor and we don't think we can sell enough copies to make it financially feasible for us. And so after the History Museum decided they wouldn't publish it, uh, I went to self-publishing through North Star Press, 
And so I pay them, and uh, eventually I get books, and then I have to find locations to sell them and uh, sell them uh, to any and everybody I can. So that's the way it works for me. Well, it's uh, it sounds like a, a great great way to spend time, you know, during your uh, retirement years, and and uh, seems like a a lot of people can really connect with uh, your various stories. Uh, Jim Studer, our guest. Uh, Jim, tell us again where your book Leah on a Leash is available at, uh, maybe in our local area. Uh, the book break in Maple Lake, uh, Buffalo Books and Coffee in Buffalo. The Stearns History Museum in St. Cloud and Stems and Vines in White Park. Uh, if anybody gets into the Twin Cities area, uh, eat my words. Uh, wonderful bookstore in northeast Minneapolis near the old Greenville Brewery. Also has them in uh, KNS Pharmacy in Avon and uh, the Cornerstone Deli in Albany. And of course, uh, anybody can always get books through me. Just give me a call. I'm in the phone book here in Brooklyn Center, so. Okay. Fourteen ninety-five well, plus tax. Sounds great. Well, Jim, sounds like we will uh, talk again uh, here maybe in a few months or a number of weeks, and uh, we'd look forward to another visit about this maybe in a future book club episode, but we wanted to get you on now because uh, is this, did it just come out, Jim, or is it just recent? Uh, I got the books, uh, Two days before Christmas. Okay. And, of course, this virus thing has not been kind to any of us. Uh, I expected to have this book out uh, in September, and uh, it took that long after it was ready by uh, the 1st of October. It took four months before I could get my hands on it. So I missed the Christmas rush, but... Hey, we're still uh, staying at home a great deal, so maybe people will find it of interest. Lots of time to read. All right, Jim, well, thanks for visiting with us today. Always enjoyable to talk to you, and uh, we'll look forward to a future visit. Well, thank you and the radio station, and uh, good luck to everybody, and stay safe. Okay, Jim, thanks very much. Thank you. Have a great day. Jim Studer, former Wright County resident and teacher in Maple Lake, now turned author at least a little bit on the side anyway, and uh, his latest book, Leah on a Leash, third book uh, that he has written, and he uh, told you there where you can uh, get those, including uh, the book break in Maple Lake if you're in our immediate area. So we look forward to talking to Jim again about uh, this book and maybe others on a uh, future book break segment or a uh, book club segment coming up in the weeks and months ahead. That is our Spotlight for you for today on KRWC.